Hello, long time no talk. I'm Caitlin. I'm your host of With a Side of Crime. Um, things have been crazy to say the least, which is why I've kind of been slacking off. But I hope to get back on top of things, even if that means recording in my sister's closet so there's no noise interference. Today's story probably hits a little closer to home for a lot of people because of our social media use as a society. Yes, it can be fun, but we oftentimes forget about the dangers that come along with social media. So we're not trying to make an example out of anyone. This is just a reminder. So please be careful what you post on social media, location-wise, the type of things that you let people know because you never know who's watching and paying attention and who might want to do harm to you. This is the case of Miss Mercedes Moore. So as I mentioned, the rise of social media has made us more receptive to posting online. And it can be very easy to forget that these images on social media are actual people behind the screen. That is basically what happened in the case of Janae Gagnier, aka Miss Mercedes Moore, who was killed by her stalker. A popular Instagram influencer has been killed in an apparent murder-suicide. Janae Gagnier, who is better known as Miss Mercedes Moore to her nearly 3 million Instagram followers and is followed by Snoop Dogg and Megan Thee Stallion, was found dead in her Texas apartment on Sunday after police performed a welfare check, according to local news station KHOU. The Fort Bend County Medical Examiner told KHOU that the 33-year-old was strangled to death. The man suspected of killing the Instagram model was also found dead in her Richmond apartment. Police later identified him as Kevin Alexander Accordo from Florida, and the medical examiner told local news stations that the 34-year-old killed himself with multiple sharp force trauma. The late influencer's family told police that there was no relationship between her and the suspected killer, according to multiple published reports, which is leading investigators to believe she was allegedly stalked by the suspect. Gagnier's sister took to Instagram to post a tribute for her late sibling and said she and her mom checked on her just last Thursday and she was having a quote, amazing time. Yesterday was the worst day of my life. My heart is gone. My soul is gone. My baby, Gagnier's sister London wrote in part. The investigation is ongoing. Now, as you heard, Mercedes was very popular on Instagram and on OnlyFans. Um, she had multiple celebrity followers. She had over 2.5 million followers on just her Instagram account. She had famous friends and she was famous in her own way. But at just 33 years old, Mercedes was found in her home by her father, Mark. Mark sensed that something wasn't right she hadn't been answering her phone and her house was locked up and his concern began to grow as he continued to try and make contact with his daughter so what it came down to is that mark decided that he just needed to kick the door down and check and make sure that his daughter was okay what he saw next is every parent's worst nightmare mercedes was at the foot of her staircase and she was just lying there now, at first, Mark thought that Mercedes had fallen down the stairs and died, potentially breaking her neck or something like that. But 
he realized when he went up the stairs and found a man that he had never seen before with a knife in his neck that that wasn't the case at all. The man was still alive, barely, and he was sputtering and twitching in his final moments. Mark took in his surroundings. The man, who turned out to be 34-year-old Kevin Accordo, had left writing all over the walls confessing to the murder, apologizing for doing it, and then professing his love for Mercedes. After killing Mercedes, Accordo stabbed himself multiple times. He was cut all over and had been bleeding out in the apartment for two days. Mark sees the man. He yells at him. He asks him what the fuck he had done. Accordo had written messages in Mercedes' lipstick, phrases like, I was used for money and I should have stayed in Florida. Incredibly tragic story here. We have learned new information that the 33-year-old social media model was strangled to death. That's according to the Fort Bend County Medical Examiner's Office. And police are also now trying to figure out a timeline of when this all may have happened and also shared with us that they have not seen any signs of forced entry to the apartment. The details still murky as to what led up to the horrific murder of 33-year-old Janae Gagnier, known as Miss Mercedes Moore on social media, with a following of 2.6 million. We want to find out why her, why him. The body of the woman was discovered Sunday afternoon inside her apartment at the Cortland Sugarland complex. According to the medical examiner, she died of strangulation and traumatic concussion in what police are investigating as a murder-suicide. A second body also found. Richmond police say it belongs to this man, 34-year-old Kevin Accordo, who died by suicide caused by multiple sharp force trauma. We found her in her apartment uh, doing a welfare check. People haven't heard from her in, in, you know, a couple days. It was the woman's family that called police asking for a welfare check on Sunday. Gagnier's father was with officers when they made the gruesome discovery. People were asking about the relationship between her and the suspect. And at this time, we are doing some investigating on social media to determine if there is an exact cause. And investigators would not share with us whether or not anything was taken from inside of this woman's apartment. And they also tell us that the last known address for the suspect in this case is out of Florida. So medical examiners determined that Mercedes suffered a traumatic concussion and was strangled. Upon looking into the case, investigators determined that Mercedes did not know her attacker and that he was just a sick man who stalked her before murdering her. Mark recalls telling his daughter to be careful about posting so openly on social media. He warned her that while some people may like her for her look, there was potential that there were much more dangerous individuals who followed her page and weren't necessarily stable. Mercedes' death resulted in her family having to combat people on the internet saying that she deserved to be killed because of the racy persona that she portrayed. Regardless of how someone presents themselves on social media isn't grounds for harassment and certainly is not justification for someone's brutal murder. The thing is that Mercedes was just an act. Under the persona was a girl named Janae. Janae was described as a daddy's girl who would go from partying with Drake to cooking for her family. She had at-home spa days with her mom when she wasn't being the beautiful figure that we saw on Instagram. 
Her father says that she always had an entrepreneurial spirit and that she and his girlfriend would braid hair out of their garage when Mercedes was younger. He said that she loved fashion and she loved money. There was some trouble when Janae was being brought up. Her parents split up when she was very young. So she spent most of her early years going back and forth from her mom to her dad's house. Janae would sometimes get into fights. Her sister London said that these fights were often unprovoked and that most were a result of jealousy over Janae being so pretty. After high school, Janae briefly attended a program to become a dental assistant, but instead moved to Vegas with a boyfriend at the time. Vegas is where she began dancing under the name Mercedes for luxury and indicating that she always wanted more. Her parents weren't necessarily thrilled with her decision to start dancing, but London remembers Janae being scared to tell her about her new job because she didn't want her little sister to be upset or to judge her even. But the family just couldn't argue with how well Mercedes was doing for herself. Some weekend she was pulling in upwards of $5,000. And when you're 20 years old, that kind of money is a big deal. That kind of money is a big deal when you're 30, 40 probably. Dancing was always temporary in Janae's mind until she grew her following and she was eventually able to be an influencer full time. But dancing was also a great way to network. Now at the time, a lot of the biggest names on Instagram got their start in the club. Dancing in Houston is how Mercedes built up her huge fan base and met celebrities like Drake, who dedicated Certified Lover Boy to her. London recalls going to Miami with Janae where they hung out in Drake's private section. Janae continued to dance on and off for years, but for the most part, she was known in the Houston area as a black female entrepreneur and often gave motivational speeches to other women. At the time of her death, Janae had planned to roll out a line of leggings and a line of hair extensions. Even though Janae was known outside of the city, she didn't feel the need to move out of Houston. Some believe that you can only do so much until you have a white manager who then wants you to change yourself after you've done all the hard work to grow your following. They believe that Janae was happy where she was and that she was just stacking her money. Before her death, Janae was planning on moving into a new home in Houston with her boyfriend, who lived in Alabama at the time. Friends remember her talking about getting married and having kids. And this was the first time they experienced her speaking about these things. Most of her relationships didn't work out because partners in the past just couldn't accept her for who she was fully. They didn't know how to accept everything that came with her, mostly the social media fame. She was also still dancing and previous relationships wanted her to quit. It seemed they wanted to control a woman who was comfortable in her own skin and who was doing her own thing without a man. Um, people, do you see this pretty often? People see a woman being free and vicarious and they want to cage her. Across the years, Mercedes did have some security issues that raised concern. When she lived in New Orleans, someone doxed her location, resulting in her having to move to a different apartment in Houston. Monica Jets said that girls like Mercedes who have huge followings on Instagram are basically celebrities except they don't have 
the backing that celebrities do as far as security goes. Monica went back and forth with Mercedes about moving into a high rise due to security reasons. So to help kind of combat these security concerns, um, Mercedes included in her contracts for personal appearances that security has to go with her to clubs. She was also living in a gated community right outside of Houston. Her father says that she was a very unbothered by harassment and criticism that she faced online, and she had just accepted it as part of her life as an online personality. Her sister London says that she was very vocal if something was bothering her, so if she was afraid for her life, she would have definitely said something to someone. She also tried to take further precautions by posting places that weren't near her home or by posting about a location after she'd already left it, but sometimes there were slip-ups. Her apartment door can be seen in some of her pictures even though the address is blurred out. She had most likely slipped into a comfortable sort of routine, especially since she had such a large following for so many years. There's no actual details on how this man was able to find Mercedes or get into her home, but Mark said that London called him on August 29th in a panic. One of Mercedes's friends had reached out to her when she noticed that her Instagram stories were quiet for a few days. And as a social media personality, this was strange because it is basically her job. Mercedes had FaceTimed this particular friend a few nights prior on the way home from a pool party that James Harden had thrown. When Mark got the call from London, he just assumed that like a few times previously, Mercedes had overslept after a long night out, that she was sleeping through their phone calls, but upon arriving to her home and seeing that her car was still there, he kicked in the door and we know the rest of the story from there. When word of her death started to circulate, so did the rumor mill. Rumors surrounded her death and they spread like wildfire. Some people said that she had died of AIDS. Others said that COVID-19 killed her, that some dancers set her up and robbed her. But the most popular rumor is that Mercedes knew whoever it was that killed her, even though the police specifically stated otherwise. The gossip blogs spread the rumor that Mercedes had worked as an escort and sugar baby and had crossed paths or taken money from the wrong person. Some unfortunate soul on YouTube created a video called Dangerous Simping and talked about Mercedes' story and chalked it up to women, women playing dangerous games with men to get one over on them. Even though there was literally no evidence of this in this case. Misogynists across the internet use Janae's case as an example of what happens when you commodify yourself online. The whole I was used for money message left by the attacker just fueled the online debates about whether or not Janae knew who this man was. But this boils down to regardless if she took money from this man, why did that mean that she deserved to die? London said that based on who her sister was and what she did for work, people were more prone to making assumptions rather than actually finding out the truth. Okay, and so, Lieutenant, um, we're here this morning talking about the case involving uh, a woman who's known on Instagram as Mercedes Moore. What 
information has the investigation revealed so far? You know, it's still a very active investigation. Um, this is obviously a high-profile case because of who she was. Um, I know, in fact, his office has released the causes of death on um, the victim as well as the other person found in the apartment. And that all came from the ME's office, so I'm going to leave that to the ME's office. You know, it's a sad situation. The, the, whole, the whole situation, she was, we found her in her apartment uh, doing a welfare check. People haven't heard from her in, in you know, a couple days. And we went over there and um, found her and the individual laying in the apartment. You know, just, it's sad any way you look at it. The father was was already there um, at the scene when we arrived. When we discovered, of course, he was there. So, you know, it, it, it's sad anyway you look at it. For anybody, nobody deserves to die. Nobody deserves to die like that. So there was no forced entry into the house. It's unsure. All that's still what's being investigated. People were asking about the relationship between her and the suspect. And at this time, we are doing some investigating on social media to determine if there is an exact cause. We don't want to release anything until we are 100% sure. The reason I say that is because there is a lot of information because of it being a high-profile case, and I get it. But there's a lot of speculation, a lot of information, a lot of false information being posted on social media. We are asking people, you know, if you're truly concerned about this, the information we release you is going to be actual information, factual information. And don't fall to the hype of what you hear on social media. Um, we are investigating the case. We are releasing information as we can. Like I said, it is a very um, active investigation even at this point. And we're just asking people not to believe everything you hear. You know, we are posting factual information and we are hoping that the media is reporting factual information and it's starting, the, the, the facts are starting to get out there. We received the phone call or the call for service on Sunday. Um, we discovered them around approximately 4.30 Sunday afternoon. Um, obviously it happened before that because they were both deceased when we arrived at the scene. Was it that day? Was it before? All that's part of the investigation. I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to assume anything. So all that will come out in the future. We have talked to neighbors. We've talked to people. And if there is any witness information, that would be part of the case. Um, I do not believe there's any significant information that would give us timelines or anything else at this point. You know, not like this. I mean, again, being a high-profile case, this has happened. This, we've had other murders this year, and unfortunately, that's a national problem right now. Just, you know, um, it, it, we deal with them one at a time. And like I said, this any, any murder situation is sad. Um, none of them deserve it, but we will investigate each one just as serious as the next one and make sure that we do it properly and that is our goal to do it the right way to find out exactly what happened at this scene and to make sure that it is handled correctly to bring closure to the family friends and family denied that janae had any type of relationship with cordo and cited that janae was making enough money on her own 
why would she jeopardize her life by escorting and even if she was she wouldn't be dealing with someone like this man she'd be dealing with celebrities or other top tier figures mercedes was an OnlyFans creator and often received cash and other gifts from admirers that sometimes came directly to her address her father believes that accordo may have gotten her address in that way in retrospect he wishes that he would have had her send things to a P.O. box instead. After her sister's death, London's Instagram following has blown up, but she doesn't want that kind of attention. Janae's Instagram page is also still up, and her follower account is still growing even in death. Monica Jets, who was Mercedes' manager, says that people who blame her death on her being attractive, it's not fair that women aren't allowed to be beautiful. Men go their entire lives and aren't preyed upon but women just don't have that right. That is the case of Mercedes Moore. Very sad, very tragic. Just another reminder, be careful what you post and where you post on social media. Be careful of your surroundings and remember that behind the screen, there is an actual person with a life and hopes and dreams. That is all I have for you this week. I'll see you next time. This is With a Side of Crime. And I'm Caitlin. Bye.